0: Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. Recent surges in supplement sales continue to prove the massive and growing influence of TikTok. Writing on the coattails of many of these trends are health and wellness stores. Here to tell us how TikTok is impacting sales at The Vitamin Shop is Lisa Chadowski, who is the VP of Brand, Content, and Creative at the Omnichannel Retailer. Hi, Lisa, and welcome to the NutriCast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. So tell me a little bit about your role
1: at The Vitamin Shop. Sure, no problem. So I oversee The Vitamin Shop brand, so basically how we present to the customer, And that's inclusive of our content studio, community management, and communication strategy. And I've been at the company since 2016. And uh, it was my first retail role, other than stocking shelves at Banana Republic when I was a teenager. Um, All of my previous experience was in publishing media. So I had a unique perspective on how to engage customers when I was recruited. And that was don't treat them like customers. Don't oversell yourself. And the vitamin shop had a really opportunity at the time and still to carve out a space for ourselves as a wellness authority and really talk about our expertise, like other initiatives, like we stood up 700 store Instagram accounts in order to give our store associates a broader reach, something like that. It's much more involved with uh, so many other teams. And so those are some of the things I jumped into um, close to six years ago, and we're, we're still going strong. Wow. So each individual
0: store has its own Instagram account.
1: They do. And honestly, it's not something I would recommend for every single brand. Um, it has its challenges, of course, you know, wanting to get everything brand right. We really pride our store associates on being some of the most trained in retail, not just health and wellness. They're so knowledgeable. And unfortunately, the only people who knew about them were the people who to the stores. And so we were really trying to give them a digital and social presence. So, you know, anyone understood just how valuable they are.
0: Yeah. So I'm just wondering, like, at what point in your career did you realize social media is going to play such a big part in marketing and consumer engagement?
1: You know, I didn't consider myself a marketer until I joined the vitamin shop, more of a storyteller than a marketer. Okay. But I, I spent seven years at MTV developing their content strategy. And much of that entailed driving traffic from Facebook. This was like many algorithms ago. Um, This was when Jersey Shore was a huge hit, and and Facebook was much more supportive of serving organic content from brands then. So, you know, we saw an incredible engagement and virality when we offered up content that was really just meaningful to the fans. For something like Jersey Shore, this could have meant like a gif of the situation hitting his head against the wall or (laughs) sound bites from our online after show, which I produced. But when I then moved on to lead the women's health website. It entailed like providing more edutainment. I use the term edutainment a lot, a mixed education, and entertainment, and things like infographics and listicles that still had an element of fun. And so while SEO played a big part in driving traffic, building and evolving that brand, Women's Health on Instagram is what brought in a newer and younger audience. So by the time I made my way to the vitamin shop, I was really interested to learn more about the customer, our audience. What excited them, and you know that way we could speak to them less promotionally, and show that we were so much more than pills and powder.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. So it had to be, I guess, a culture shock for you going from MTV to to health and wellness.
1: It was, it was, <laughs> to say the least, for sure. Everything about it. Um, I did a lot of googling. Um, in retail, they use a lot of acronyms, and I had to look up quite a few of them. And you know, everything was different, but but also a lot the same. We all had the same objective, whether it was, you know, really talking to the customer and in publishing and media, it's talking to your audience and knowing your audience. So there were so many parallels that, you know, it, I I was able to switch over pretty quickly.
0: Mm -hmm. So how does the vitamin shop leverage social media, TikTok in particular?
1: So the vitamin shop, we lean heavy on expertise on our social channels and every piece of content we do. We use social as a platform to impart credible information from our nutritionists to store associates. We call them health enthusiasts. So both our our enthusiasts and our in-house nutritionists, they make frequent appearances on our social channels, particularly TikTok. You know, on a platform like TikTok and all social, there's so much misinformation. So Mm -hmm. we really lean into our expertise there. We're a brand that provides credible information about everything from diets and fitness routines to trends. Our highest performing post of 2021 was a myth-busting infographic about the dangers of dry scooping pre-workout powder, um, which was, it it was a really big and dangerous (laughs) trend for a while and and pretty disgusting too. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So all of this said, you know, we're we're definitely not above posting silly stuff like avocado memes and jumping on trending TikTok sounds. We don't think of social media at, in terms of seriousness, but we also want to prevent misinformation. So we want to have edutainment happening, education and entertainment. And in terms of where we fit in the ecosystem of social media, for for us it's a place where you really can learn information to help you along your wellness journey. But you can also get a few laughs with some inside humor. But we do want to correct misinformation.
0: What are some of the biggest health and wellness trends that you've seen on TikTok uh, beyond the the dry scooping?
1: Yeah. So one of the biggest phenomenons we've been seeing, and this we highlight in our our brand's inaugural health and wellness trend report, is the heightened interest in creatine. Creatine is a muscle-building supplement and it's used in combination with strength training. We have a lot of gym goers who are customers of the vitamin shop. And you know creatine isn't new to most gym goers who supplement. Um, it's really been around forever. It's one of the most researched sports supplements, um, but suddenly the masses on TikTok caught wind and we can't restock our shelves quickly enough. The customer for the product has become so broad with so many more women tuned into its benefits, which you know in the past, it really wasn't a female friendly product. And then there are older individuals like my dad, for instance, who are are using it to muscle degeneration. So that's been huge for us and something we are, you know, just constantly developing new and fun ways to sing its praise, social and educate more and more people about it. Creatine for women for sports nutrition, I'm assuming, or something else. Yeah. Sports nutrition. You know, women want to get muscular too. They want the performance benefits that come with creatine, which is an energy boost. So,
0: interesting. Um, And so, I'm just curious when you see these trends. I mean, obviously, that translates into sales, right? You said that you couldn't even keep it on the shelves.
1: Yeah. So our sales actually year over year in 2021, they increased 91%. Wow. And our website searches for creatine grew 77%. And speaking of women, the creatine purchases by women jumped two percentage points in the last six months alone. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, creatine is a really, really great example of something that's happening right now. And then there are others that are kind of, you know, more, they last a few weeks. And then we see them die down a bit. We're still we're still going strong with creatine, but chlorophyll was one in 2021 that just was huge on it. Was all driven by TikTok <laughs> um, searches and sales for liquid chlorophyll. I think it was this, the searches spiked 3,500 percent, and we had a 500 percent spike in sales, and that was over the course of a couple of weeks. And, you know, with this trend, there was a ton of misleading information on what it could do for your skin and your weight. We used it as an opportunity to put the facts out there on social and, you know, the popularity of it didn't wane until, you know, a few more weeks until TikTok decided that you had to buy something else.
0: (laughs) And I think that's one of my favorite examples because there was a a case of mistaken identity. TikTok's uh, chlorophyll boom sent chlorella sales skyrocketing too. (laughs) Yeah, that can happen. That can
1: definitely (laughs) happen, but good for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, so it's a great example of how things can kind of just get out of control on social media. Absolutely. Another one that I saw, and I'm not sure if the vitamin shop even sells it, is aloe juice. That was trending on TikTok.
1: It was. And, you know, it's really interesting because we were able to capitalize on that and quickly turn around a video for TikTok, which performed well. What's really interesting is that, you know, it doesn't necessarily translate to other social media channels. So when we developed content for Instagram, it, you know, it was like crickets, like no one cared. So what's interesting again about TikTok is it really is its own unique platform. You can't just take and repurpose content from your other channels and plop it on TikTok. It doesn't work that way.
0: Isn't that interesting? Now, is it because you think the age differences, the different demographics in each social platform?
1: that's part of it. But there's, you know, post pandemic, there are plenty of women my age, you know, uh, you know, men, even people in their 50s, 60s, posting videos on TikTok, because it's so fun. I think everyone was just so bored during the pandemic that they jumped on the bandwagon. And so I think, you know, obviously, there are a lot of young people on it, there's that, but it's just a different platform, you know, between the, the formatting of the videos, the fact that it's not much about brand building as an Instagram is. That you know, it's very democratized. Anyone can go viral. There, there are a lot of things that are just really different about TikTok that make it its own unique platform. And you know, there's some crossover, but for the most part, we see um, very different engagement.
0: Yeah, it's just a different beast. I mean, it's hard to describe. You mentioned that you did a quick turnaround video regarding aloe juice, and I'm just wondering. Do you have a team of people that you rely on, like dietitians that you use for things like that?
1: We do. We even use our nutritionists to respond in the comments sometimes because, you know, we have a social media team. It's very lean. And while we are very knowledgeable about nutrition, we're not experts, we're not credentialed, and we always want to with experts and make sure that, you know, we don't make any missteps. And so we will have them respond in comments, or we will, you know, ask them or, you know, things like recipes. So we made, um, it was like an aloe juice mocktail or something like that. And they, they may help us with the recipes. So, um, we do have a lot of people in-house and externally that we go to so that we get it right.
0: When you are looking ahead and trying to kind of forecast what trends are out there, do you go to TikTok? Are you are there certain things that you're watching out for? And then you're kind of like, okay, I bet in a couple of weeks or next week, even, you know, aloe juice is going to be trending. We should stock up on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I spend an extreme amount of time on these channels, <laughs> reading comments and sifting through the good, the bad, the ugly. I will say TikTok is a really great indicator of what's going to happen next, but it's really hard to anticipate it. You know, you think you know, and then something (laughs) comes along, and you go, wait, I was not expecting that. And, you know, luckily, we sell a lot of different things. We are more than just vitamins at the vitamin shop. You know, we have a lot of sports, nutrition, and food, we have a lot of healthy snacks. Protein bars and something as interesting as uh, I think it was last year, there was like some frozen honey and right where like people, I forget what it was, what they were actually calling it, but people were freezing honey and eating it. And you know, we sell a lot of delicious raw honey. You know, there are plenty of things that we can, trends we jumped on because we do have such a huge assortment of different types of products
0: yeah, you've got quite the arsenal. So whether or not you could forecast it, but usually you have it there already.
1: Oftentimes we do, you know, there have been times where we've said, how can we play with this? But for the most part, you know, even a lot of beauty products, like hyaluronic acid was something everyone was talking about a lot, but for a while on TikTok, it was trending as a hashtag. And it was about putting hyaluronic acid in hair, not your, not your skin, but your hair. And so we tried it. We sell hyaluronic acid in our brands, So, you know, we tried that trend. And how'd that go? It went well. It actually (laughs) works really well.
0: (laughs) It's so interesting. So I'm just wondering for other brands, you know, do they need to be on TikTok to be successful?
1: I'm sure there are some legacy brands out there that you know might be just fine not jumping on the TikTok train, but the brands that are most disruptive and have the most loyal customers tend to be the ones that adapt to cultural shifts rather than resisting them. And the longer you resist, the farther Behind, um, remember, I come from media where print publishers thought the internet would magically go away, <laughs> and so we know what happened there. So you know, I I think you you can't fight it. You shouldn't fight it, but you know, do they need to? Maybe not. Maybe not everyone, but it certainly doesn't hurt.
0: Okay, what do brands need to know about TikTok? Do you have any advice for them?
1: Yeah, sure. I love talking about TikTok. It is one of my favorite topics. So. <laughs> first I would say like, don't fear the chaos. I I would say at this moment and anything goes. So use the opportunity to just experiment and see what feels right. The quality of your concept really matters so much more than the actual video quality, which, you know, tends to differ from Instagram where it's more of this blankness and everyone wants to be a Picasso. Um, there's no reason to shoot with anything besides a phone that said you should still stay true to your brands and you shouldn't work with content creators just because they have millions of followers you really want to home in on the ones who represent you best and, and focus less on their follower count because uh is really a platform where anyone and anything can go viral regardless of follower count it's on the same playing field it's you know very democratic um We have, I think, not even 4,000 followers on TikTok, but many of our videos have reached 100,000. So we really focus our strategy 100% actually on driving engagement rather than follows. Another thing I would say is that you shouldn't be afraid to sell product on TikTok. Again, it's not Instagram. There is this younger crowd on TikTok and they appreciate us introducing new products and relevant promotions and alerting them to big sales. We had a young woman post to her channel and I think she only had a couple thousand followers if that. And it was a sale about energy drinks we were running and she ended up getting about 200,000 views on the video. And all weekend long, our health enthusiasts were telling us that the customers were coming to the store for the energy drink sale that they heard about on TikTok. Wow. So, you know, it's, um, it's, again, a very different platform than Instagram.
0: So many great tidbits of information there. Before I let you go, Lisa, any updates, news, or anything that you want to share with listeners?
1: Sure. I would actually love to take a minute to tell you about a new brand we just launched called True Use. And it's one of Vitamin Shop's new private labels. So we have quite a few of our own private brands, um, including our house brand, Vitamin Shop brand. We have our plant brand, which is plant-based supplements, body tech brands, that's sports nutrition, and quite a few more. And we just never had something that's specifically catered to women. So in 2021, we set out to launch like a collection of vitamins and supplements that caters to the evolving needs of women through every phase of their lives. In February, just a little over a year later, we launched with 13 products. We have quite a few more in development. And it was really the biggest private brand launch we've ever had in the history of the company. We have very robust media partnership. With Hearst, we have an ambassador program called the True Crew. We have partnered with a platform called Kiva.org. And this is a platform that helps provide microloans to female entrepreneurs around the world. And anyone who purchases a True You product, they're given a $25 credit to use on the Kiva.org platform as a donation to the entrepreneur of their choosing. So you can literally look through hundreds of female entrepreneurs and men, there's some men on there too, <laughs> and choose who you want to give your $25 microloan to. You know, True You is just really a white space for us. And I'm really proud of how the company rallied and turned this, this gorgeous new brand around in one year's time. So anytime anyone asks if I have anything to share, it's all about True You. Oh my gosh. I
0: love hearing about that. That is such a great initiative. Lisa Trudnoski, VP of brand content and creative at The Vitamin Shop. Thank you so much for joining me here on the NutraCast and being so edutaining.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. And um, it was great talking to you. I always love talking about TikTok and so glad to connect.
0: If you like what you just heard, you could subscribe to the NutraCast wherever you get your podcast. You can also head to nutraingredients usacom for even more nutra related content. Thank you for listening. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.